up with these crow's feet, but I ain't losing no sleep. I reckon I'll be okay. They show that I am OG. Go ask my All right, everybody, welcome to the Findings Podcast. And it is truly a sad day in the Findings family. We have an announcement. Jake and one of the greats. Yes. I was going to say, Jake can barely hold himself together over there. Our boy, we've talked about him before. We've brought him on, on his floating, beautiful pillow. Our boy BK has passed away due to old. But he was a great kitty, and everybody give us a, a paw print in the comments for BK. Can you do that? Is that or real? Or like. Or the hearts and like. R.I.P. R.I.P. B.K. But really, yes. We're just a hamburger. The poor boy passed away under the bed and it it was sad times. But he was coming on 20 years old, estimating. So in so all reality, it, it kind of just becomes the circle of life at that point and the lion king and all dogs go to heaven and probably the brave little toaster Maybe so Aristocats. z you said yes. circle of life did you guys eat him no oh i thought that's what you were i i only have one thing to say because i've met this gentleman probably four or five times um, a lot more, but yeah, he was always in the background. I'm like, he lived at my old house <laughs> for a long time when you were there. Sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> I wanted to say one thing. BK, have it your yeah. way. And he did. He did. He did. But here on Guys with Cats, we have to take a minute. We we had to take a minute for BK. We love you, bud. You enjoy in peace. the catnips with Jimmy Buffett. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's up on that big, great scratch post in the sky. So did I ever tell you guys about the time that I was visited by a ferret? And I, an unexpected ferret. I Wait, think is a that ferret a, in any circumstances <laughs> unexpected? <laughs> a feral ferret in your house? No. So, Petco. It was actually when I was working on the uh, that Kenny versus Spenny animation, the first one, the Who Can Handle More Torture, on this page. Check it out if you want. Um. I was working on that and I was on my computer and I just see like this little pink nose peek into my room and like Ooh. these like beady eyes. And I thought there was like a fucking rat <laughs> and I was just like all scared. I'm like, Oh my God. And I like ran upstairs. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? There's a rat in the house. The cats are going to go get it. Fuck this. And I don't know what to do right now. And as I'm just sitting here contemplating, I was going to like grab a box and put it in it or something, let it out outside. But as I was looking around, 
I just see like this little ferret just popping up the stairs, like following me. And what? it was just like a little white albino <laughs> ferret. Dude. And it was just really clean and cute. But yeah, it like popped up the stairs, just burp, burp, like follow me. I'm like, hey, dude. It's like and a like, reverse slinky. And I was just like, what happened? How did this get in the house? Trying to figure all of it out. And I go in the backyard. And it was just funny because it was like laid out to me so easily to figure out. It was just like I could see my neighbor's house like so it's like behind my neighbor's house technically. So I could see they had a, a front window with an AC in it, but like the cardboard or whatever that was in there blocking the air got pushed down. And then I just mm. saw a ferret cage inside that was like open. So like the ferret just got out and pushed it down and just came trotting into my house trying to make friends. I love that he came to your house where you have like three cats. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> hey, what's up? I'll just blend in with these other kitties. It's also funny that you thought it was a rat because Theo Vaughn had one of the best lines ever. What was that? About a ferret. He's He's the rat king or whatever. And then he talked about a time where he was there was a ferret i can't remember the the story but he said yeah ferret the limousine of rats <laughs> <laughs> just off the top of the dome fucking genius that's a great one <laughs> limousine dude just fucking careful with those turns <laughs> now last week i gotta say we were throwing a little more gutter balls i don't know if we got a strike I hope I we get a strike we this week, though. Oh, we're going to get a strike. But did we ever, like, just for the sake of audience, did we ever explain where that's a strike came from? No. Would you like did to? You know where it came from? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let him have it, Z. I mean, I can do it. I just Let told, it rip. I just told the last story. I was trying to pitch you guys one. No, I... <laughs> We were like, before we did the podcast, we were just talking on Discord and kind of practicing and just kind of figuring out what we wanted to do. And we saw that there was a soundboard on there. So we're just the kind of people, of course, we're going to fuck with that. So we mm -hmm. were just playing around with the soundboard. And like, I had had this bowling sound just on my computer just because something else I made. And I like threw it in. And I don't remember who actually said that, but it was just like somebody said a funny joke and then I just threw in the bowling sound and I think Jake's was like, that's a strike. But <laughs> so basically it's our version of like a ba-ding-dong. Yeah. You know? But in my head, I always yeah. pictured it like when you're at the bowling alley and you get a strike and then it shows that stupid animation on the screen that's like a strike a day keeps the doctor away <laughs> those <laughs> are always so fucking dumb the and i really western cowboy shooting down all the pins <laughs> yeah strike <laughs> comes up so that's basically what that is if anyone's wondering if if i get a little unlazy maybe we'll turn those into actual little animations that pull up that's a strike and fucking cowboy shooting the pins. <laughs> Dude, I've seen some graphic <laughs> uh, uh, strike 
videos that people have made on their own or like the pin or no i think it's a bowling ball fuck i wish i had a better description of this it's basically you know uh, the porn where there's the one little tiny white chick and then there's like eight black guys oh sure <laughs> no comment <laughs> well i haven't either but that's what this is supposed to be like uh mimicking and so like the bowling ball falls down there with its three holes everybody has three holes everybody has three holes wait there's multiple bowling balls going after one pin no the bowling ball like falls down into this dark area and then there's all these pins that are supposed to be the black guys they don't have dicks but i mean you use your imagination and they're going to plug them holes. Hmm. So that's like a strike. <laughs> I'm a fan of this idea. Look it up, Jay. I'd rather see it played out in person. What was the what was the link you said? I'll send it to you. Post pod. Post pod. Post Magrone. Speaking of post pod. If we don't step it up, I'm not going to post this pod. Oh, shit. That's a spare. Now that probably could have been the <laughs> We should do um, that for like the, the almost almost strike jokes. I'm telling you, someday we'll have actual stupid animations. If we learn how they make like cool 3D world and stuff. Oh, I love those. I mean, just cool, that, cool 3D future, world is the best. <laughs> we'll have a camera set up at the bowling alley, and we'll just have a guy ready to bowl a strike every time we make a funny joke. Oh, dude, we could have them on the payroll, and they just hang yeah. out at the bowling alley all day every time we pod. And like, and to Jimmy at the bowling alley. All right, Jimmy, it was a, a strike. <laughs> he <laughs> just has a go <laughs> GoPro on his head. Waiting. <laughs> dude, we can't afford that. That's a great idea. Not yet, guys. Start subscribing. Please like, subscribe, comment. It's going to be expensive. We got to get Jimmy on the payroll. Dude, Jimmy. (laughs) Wait, I am Jimmy. We also got to meet somebody named Jimmy. Dude, I'm Jimmy. Are you guys trying to, you guys pushing me out of the pod? Your mom pushed you out of her pod. I just think you look better with your fingers and some holes. Fuck you. She didn't. I was a C-section baby. Insensitive piece of shit. That means you were never really born. Baby boy Herndon. I made it up there eventually. It took me a few years. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Calm down. You gotta come out of you one way or another. That's that's fucking gross. I'm still thinking about that ferret story. Yeah. Where the fuck did ferrets go? When was it? I mean, not you, Zach. You can't answer this. Jay, when was the last time you've seen a ferret? Was that just a 90s trend where people were like, woo, ferrets? I, w- I wish remember it was. My Justin... coworker had three. One oh. just died of cancer recently. What type? <laughs> Cervical? I never really got the diagnosis. <laughs> I wasn't a part of that, but it was probably in the cancer. the lymph noids. Anal. The noid. It might <laughs> it might have been probiotic. Probiotic Where cancer. The noid? Avoid the noid. What was that? I don't That's... know the noid. What's the noid? Wasn't that like I'm annoyed. He's like collects the red things. He's dominoes. 
guy. Sega? Yeah. 90s Domino's mascot, I think. Yeah, that's annoying. That's Do you guys annoying. remember that 7-Up game on Jake's... like Sega? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Cool about. spot, dude. Cool Is that spot. what it was? Yeah. You're like that little red coin or something? What were you? You're the 7-Up dot. I don't know what the that seven is. 7-Up dot. Ever You're just... <laughs> wanted to play a game that had no reason to exist. There you go. It was yeah. hard. <laughs> I just remember it was hard, too. Dude, it was hard. Like it had no reason. Just like Lion King. I was about, dude. I wanted to bring that up. I was gonna say what? Lion King was the hardest fucking game of all time. Did you never play it, Jake? No, I thought I thought you were saying Lion King had no reason. I was like, it had some reason. It was sex <laughs> in the clouds. No, it had no reason to be like the hardest fucking game on the Super Nintendo. No, what was the other one? I mean, Aladdin was tough. Oh, Aladdin was great though. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl, Ren and Stimpy. You remember those fucking giraffes oh. just whipping their necks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they'd rip your shit up. What was that? Was it past that? Stimpy's invention, and you'd like go through the freezer. Yes, oh, yeah, like, dude, that game was fucking awesome. Yeah, the dude. lawnmowers being dicks. <laughs> yeah. dude, it was I cool just... too. I like that pixel art too. How it's like it looks like a cartoon. Yeah, I like it. Pretty cool. That's a great one. That's some old shit, dude. I I feel like all I do is find myself enjoying older games more than the new shit that gets put out. Me too. I get these like anniversary collections, and just like I went through and played all the Castlevanias, like the old, oh, God. like the Nintendo one that I've never. I never got into those, but people love those games castlevania is like a hallmark dude it's yeah, great it it's is. just got kind of stiff controls makes it a little tough but i love it I, and i i started just getting like the mega man collections because like you guys know i just am a mega fan have you ever played enter the gungeon yeah i have that one too dude they that have great the mega hand on that game it is one of the best fucking guns in the game. Is it like a I, Mega Man It was the Man first time reference? I ever beat the game. I had the Mega Hand. Hell yeah. Dude, it's so good. So By the way, I... 30XX is super great also, speaking of Mega Man. Yeah, I need to actually play that. Because, I don't know. Can you guys stop talking about fucking old games, idiots? Yes. Because I really could do a whole episode on it, and I don't want to bore people with that. We'll spread it out. Spread it out like you do your ass. My coworker finally got unbanned from Call of Duty. Hey, that's good. I'm super happy for him. He's 18, so you know that means a lot. Yeah, (laughs) less N-words will do the trick. (laughs) <laughs> do the trick like in the world or no you should say it still oh if you're playing call of duty you can't say it you get banned which is weird because when would you feel like saying it more than in the heat of war traffic okay fair somebody's walking across the, tr- the street slowly yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just I'm want. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> usually, when I'm in traffic or somebody's walking slowly, I want to call them a nuisance too. 
Mm. And that's the thing. They can't Arts. hear you. Dude, I was taking my kids to uh, their tackle football practice, and I was doing the right turn uh, on red. Not on Well, it sounds weird, on red, like I got left on red. It was a red light, and I was turning right, and this old guy was walking across the street and just being like, oh. Oh, he's looking at like these <laughs> stupid buildings that have been here forever, and they're not cool. It's Tooele. Like, they're less than two stories tall he had a camera around his neck you know with like the fucking super telescoping lens where yeah. he can take pictures of like mars or something tomorrow yeah and he was so just like oh just unbothered by anything and it, it's like five o'clock traffic and i'm trying Fuck to yeah. turn right and i like let him know a little bit that's what my car sounds like tesla and he's just oh wow and he's like taking a step every three seconds and as soon as i knew he was like where i wouldn't kill him i just fucking yeah ripped past him and mason my son was like daddy you almost hit him i'm like i know <laughs> i gotta prove a point like what the fuck are we doing out here people got shit to do okay i live well, in utah just out of curiosity white he was white good then you can fucking do whatever you want to that guy dude i wish i i actually feel like deep down i was trying to kind of just like hit him a little bit with like the rear bumper just to give him a little whoa be like, yeah little dude bit. wake the fuck up people are like doing shit fuck that old guy i killed him <laughs> dude i, I killed him you... <laughs> dude. killed him I did a U-turn and I fucking brat. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, you got it, Emma. Got it. Got I gotta say though, that does make me think of a thought that comes to my mind very often. And when I'm like delivering cars for work, and I see people just walking down the street at 10 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck is your life? Do you not have a goddamn job? Why am I working right now? And I see your gross fucking ass just enjoying life on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. Go fuck yourself. Get a life. I think it's one of two things. Homeless. Or uh, teen or adult that has a, a job at like Freddy's what's a not freddy's like a mcdonald's job where they start at like 12 and well, either yeah, they're shouldn't they be sleeping until their shift well they have to walk it's an hour and 30 walk if not, not when you have little... kids dog i work nights That's and an wake hour up and 30 walk but zach you have a car yeah i was gonna say they're either on a kid's bike like with the 12 inch wheels just fucking hoofing it to work, or they walk and they wake up three hours early to make it there. Dude, do you know how many guys nope. on electric bikes and trench coats I see? It's astronomical. And trench coats? Dude, they're they're wearing trench coats while just flying 40 miles an hour on their bikes and the bike lean just <laughs> Jason lives in the Matrix. 
Dude, my life's weird. I, I wish I could record every person that walks past my work because every we all just look at him and we go, uh, he looks like he escaped. Like, <laughs> oh shit, they're weird looking people, dude. Escape the Matrix, red Can pill, you? blue pill. Can you? I think if you take the blue pill, then technically you escape the matrix. I think you avoid the matrix. I think the matrix yeah, is still I mean, I mean, you know, it's semantics. So he says, she said, bullshit. <laughs> Talk about the he said, she said, bullshit. No, dude, at the end of work today, I thought this person was going to go into my work. They didn't, thank God. But just this fucking lit. Tina or Latino, I couldn't tell. With just the most protruding fucking jaw, like they could bite their nose. But Ooh. Kate Moss confidence, you wouldn't believe. And just like, just weird, like confidently ugly. I'm like, what do you do to get this shit? I'm not the worst looking guy, but I don't believe I'm good looking all the time. And this person's just strut and fucking like, oh yeah, Danny, you want to fucking chinko me? <laughs> that might have been racist, but I'm friends with the Mexicans, so it's fine. <laughs> no, most of our friends are Mexicans. Julio, grab yeah. the groceries. That's a friend. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach's about to rip this pod off the internet. I might have to take you guys to court. I get a free one. Don't take me to court. I can't afford the fees. Yeah, same. I don't even have a lawyer. I don't know if you guys have a choice. I mean, I, I could, I could give you a 10-minute break to get a lawyer. I have a degree in bird law. <laughs> That's good. It's going to come in handy, trust me. <laughs> How many years you go to school for that puppy? Two weeks. As long as you can get oh. <laughs> a good bird translator, then you'll be set. Oh, I don't need one. I've learned it. He I learned learned it. Painter at my work got his light. His, learned. He bird. learned how to paint from a paint by numbers. Yeah, we're a house of uh, what is it? It's stepbrothers. House of learned doctors. Oh, I thought we were a house of a thousand corpses. Oh, what is that? Oh. Rob Zombie? Remember when Rob Zombie made movies? Dig. He's alright. He's playing music. And then he made horrible movies. I'm sorry, oh, horror, dude. horror movies are tough to do. I like, hate most of them. House of a Thousand Corpses is pretty rad, actually. And I'll, Devil's Rejects. I mean, I've never seen Devil's them. Rejects. They're I fucking am, intense. I am the biggest critic of horror movies. I don't like slasher movies. Nope. I don't love much like spiritual ghosty movies. I just feel like you're too hard on it. I feel like you got to go into horror movies the same way. I don't know. You go into like comic books. Like you just got to know like this isn't going to be a good story. But okay. let's <laughs> but let's see how much fun we have with this. Dude, but it's I, so I get that. hard. 
they're so intertwined it's so hard to well be like, it's sometimes yeah you terrible. found a book under your mom's bed and you're 23 and you just found out about this but why are you there anyways what are you doing under her bed <laughs> and like it's just it's so hard to put the story together and then it's like oh yeah the, the demon comes from Gibraltar. being summoned by the daughter but the daughter has to be a pure-blooded yeah. this and you're just like i don't believe any of this i'm not okay i'm not being a super hater i just want to say like and i don't i have some unpopular opinions too jake like everybody fucking i'm here too much the horror i know he was just i was giving him shit for being a hard ass is what i mean i'm sorry hard ass I'm just trying to brush past this and get my way, but I I want to also defend myself. But you should yes give your. Point. I just wanted to say a lot of horror movie people praise Insidious a lot, and say it's like the greatest. And I hated Insidious. I thought it was so dumb. I've tried watching it multiple time. times and fallen asleep every time. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead, Jake. So. <clears throat> to defend my point, I was watching, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger, Jason, Chucky, Pumpkinhead, like all the '90s scary movies. I watched them Fuck when they yeah. came out when I was seven years old. <laughs> I was just watching all the scariest shit, and so I got desensitized to like horror films. And yes. if there's no if there's not a good plot, then I, I fall out. No, no interest. See, I get that. I feel like for me, horror to me is something that could happen in real life. And also, I mean, you could throw crazy twists on it. Like, like I like psychological mind yes. fucks, you yes. know, like same, like somebody, something happens and then they're, in like this parallel version of their world but it's affecting their world some weird just like i can i can go like suspend disbelief to an extent yeah but it's just when it's like this guy escaped from the loony bin and he doesn't like children and you're like all right but that's like a real thing it happens all the time come on like <laughs> I don't know why make a movie about it. I I could just listen to true crime. Like uh, I don't know. It's like any anything that's obvious. Whether I'm watching like a thriller or a drama or a comedy, if it's obvious, then I'm out. And so many horror movies are just so obvious. Yeah, they're too on the nose. That's why yeah. I liked like um, and I like ones kind of to your point too that you feel like maybe could actually happen. Like that movie, do you remember that movie Funny Games? Yes, dude, that was fucking amazing. Is that the I'm, one I on the boathouse type thing? Yeah, no. they're at like, well, they're at like a vacation house, like around a lake. And he wants yeah. to borrow eggs. Yes, and he comes okay. to borrow eggs, and then she gives him eggs. So that one was weird. just to kind of lightly explain the plot it's like two preppy guys show up at this family's vacation house while they're there and they're act really nice and stuff and like she gives him eggs and he drops them 
and then wants more and she gives him more, but they're just kind of like the tensions just growing and growing. And eventually he like hits the husband in the leg with a golf club and basically holds them all hostage in the house with the shotgun. Won't ruin yeah. everything. It gets progressively crazy as it goes. It's crazy. And the way they build it from being such a normal seeming movie to just like it turns in such a weird way that like kind of makes you sick. What's it? Uh, fuck, yeah, what's like, the other one? Like fourth wall breaking parts. And yeah, stuff so where they look at like, the cavern and shit. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. oh, this is weird now because it's been so realistic the whole time. Well, and that's what I think is like super spooky about it is the way they just come to interact with the protagonist like at all is they yeah. just show up at the house and they're like, can we get some eggs? And it's like, it's so normal seeming and you're like, okay, I could see somebody showing up at my house and doing exactly this, but it just gets eerie and crazy so quickly that you're just like, Oh shit! Okay, Bad this and was horrible <laughs> and scary. And see, this oh, is why dark. this is why I don't watch movie trailers. Yeah, if I saw a movie called Funny Games and it had good ratings, I would just watch it. I watch a ton of movies, but like starting that movie off, it's titled Funny Games. You're like, okay, this might be Dude. stupid, but then to to watch it grow into like. See, I I love that shit where it just slowly turns into this super dark shit. Yeah, and it just—I almost didn't watch it just because of the name. Zach was telling me I should watch it, and I'm like, I don't know if I can, dude. (laughs) But no, it's weird how something like that can just deter you so much. Sometimes you just get like a preconceived notion about it. Yes, just, just from something. Dude, and tra- like, I never want to check that out. And everyone's like, dude, <laughs> I promise. And you're like, yeah, but it's called I funny hate, games. I hate that they make trailers for shit. I feel like it's for people that are like, they show you half of what happens in the movie. Yeah. And if it's like an action movie, like that new movie with that huge shark, black cock or black shark. I can't remember. Black, black cock down. It's some, oh, Megalodon. And they show you like almost everything that happens in the movie. Yeah. And I wouldn't watch that unless I watch it with my kids because I could tell it was a piece of shit. But you yeah. watch it and you're like, I already know what happens. Dude, I hear Megalodon and I'm out. <laughs> Big shark, go on land. Yep. That's always <laughs> me. That's always been me too. <laughs> like, oh, Jaws, it's so scary. Go on land. Yeah, go away from the the thing that's scary it's like oh the villains oh aquaman's trying to stop you go on land i'm trying to think of actual <laughs> uh horror movies that scared me the ring scared me the ring was I, spooky i was i watched it when it came out which was yeah. like 2001 or 2002 or something that was fucking scary for those and of that you was a that, whole new idea i was gonna say for those of you that don't know that it spawned a lot of copycats after yeah, it did. And so, like, at Tons, the time, the grudge. yeah, the grudge. and the grudge was still different enough to be good on its own merits, but people told me it was. I never watched it. Well, you were the star, you were probably sick of it. You didn't, dude. Want to... I, I did look <laughs> just like that fucking kid. 
We just he watched did, that little Asian boy. We just watched Scary Movie Four, and I just kept saying that the whole time. I'm like, it's Jason. Okay, you know, <laughs> which has the best movie, line in the world, but we'll get back to it. One movie that surprised me, which was the it was the original Scream movie, which was basically built to be like a normal, like somebody's a killer. Why do these people keep dying? Ever. It, and it's like a very normal horror movie. But do you remember it's the regular ending? Who Done It? Yeah. Do you remember the ending to that movie? I think so. Vaguely. They just start like stabbing each other and they're laughing and shit. And I remember being a kid being like it made yeah. it it made it so like I was so confused and like the movie itself wasn't scary. But the yeah. fact that these friends like started stabbing each other and shit at the end and like laughing, I was like it was so disturbing. Yeah, but, that was dude, I forgot about that. That's fucking wild. That's kind of how I weird. felt on um Scream 2 when I was a kid when it had that scene where they were all stabbing in the movie theater. Oh, I don't remember that. It's they spoofed it on Scary Movie where they're like stabbing that girl cuz she won't stop talking. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's like what that was like. They were all in scream masks, but that scared me as a kid. And like, I know what you did last summer scared me as a kid too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was was pretty scary. Very screamish. Yeah, they were like um, the same world. I think one of the ones that scared me first was, uh, uh, Final Destination. Oh yeah. Because I was so young, and we went and saw that for my sister's birthday, dude. I remember I left the theater. I was freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to die? <laughs> if you're young enough, then that could be like a straight-up horror movie. Dude, it scared me so bad. Dude, it just reminded me. like you. I remember your sister Kayla comforting me when I was a kid. Because we went to the movies and saw Dante's Peak. And that, that shit is dark. That movie scared me. Like that, that the grandma couple, on the that, acid water. Yeah. And like that oh, couple yeah, that died that. in the hot spring or whatever, that couple at the beginning of the movie. And I just remember being scared after watching that, even though we're in <laughs> Idaho, like it's cool. That's the funny thing. Like when you're little, like Jurassic Park is scary. The Velociraptor in the kitchen, you're like, that is scary. You go home and you could be scared of velociraptors. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. I have to give yeah, well, a, a, a a fuck. Can't think of the word. Thirteen ghosts. We were all scared of. Oh, oh shit! But we were girl in Pinewood. Yeah, the girl in the bathtub full of blood was fucking terrifying. Yeah, she and was the jackal. The dude. jackal. Yep. The jackal. But my. My OG scary movie, it was Freddy Krueger. What is that? <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street? What is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because this motherfucker couldn't touch you unless you were dreaming. Yeah. And as soon as you fell asleep, he was killing you. So And so, you know, as a seven-year-old boy, I'm laying in bed, tired of shit. I got school the next day. And I'm just like, don't go to sleep. Dude, that was so fucking scary. That is a terrifying concept. Yeah, you go to sleep and then you get killed. Cool. Because everybody does it. 
What yeah. are you going to do? Yeah, it's a great one for sure. That reminds me of our next ad. Should we hit the ad now? Real quick. Okay. We'll hit the ad, but I wanted to say my favorite line from Scary Movie 4 just so I won't forget it. Okay. It makes that whole dumb movie worth watching. It's mostly dumb. It's got fun. That movie's awesome. But when she's like, I saw a face last night. He's like, did it have a nose? Yeah. Boy, that does sound like a face. (laughs) That's that's fucking great. That's great. And on that note, we'll be right back. Word from our sponsor. Check out the stack. We got stacks. Stack. Oh my god. Oh my god. We did like that same stuff. This is my four. Four, five, six. Look at this five and six. Three. I really like that last ad sponsor they give us good money and by that i mean none but we like them so much that we make them a sponsor you know the saying good money is no money (laughs) then i am just full of good money over here same a good dad is a bad dad and a bat dad is is (laughs) the the tank (laughs) Sorry, god damn it. Druid tank. I was gonna be crash. I was gonna be fucking funny and I dropped it like my Dude, balls tough... on a summer heat day. Summer heat. Remember Justin's balls? No. Didn't did we call that summer heat? Justin's balls would just <laughs> droop like a cartoon. Shout out Justin's balls. Didn't we call that summer heat? <laughs> <laughs> We did call it summer heat, and it was easily twice as long as this hard dick. It was like a five-inch drop. And then we made a suntan lotion for them because they were so white. Summer heat. And it was called Summer Heat Rick's Dirty Jeans and Nut Thong Associates. Yeah, should we tell them, like, because we have all these associated brands, like who, what the father brand is, the parent brand? I don't even know if I know. Is it Crumb Tony's Pizzeria? Big Daddy Branding? I think it's Crumb Tony. I, I would imagine. <laughs> Tony. Have you met that guy yet? Like in these uh, Zoom meetings we have to do with the sponsors? I don't I'm think so. Enough to. Dude, I think I've met an associate, but he's a like they around me. He's got like a fucking sandwich most of the time. That's why they call him Crumb Tony. But what kind of sandwich? Usually meat, one. meat bug meat bugs. Meat bugs, marinaries. Yeah. <laughs> meat bugs. He's got meat bugs with the little Sasquatch juice. Guys, are oh, we in man. with the mob? Did I just now realize that we're in with the mob? No, he just wishes, but he's just like a fat bowling guy that got an inheritance. That sponsors I think the efforts there. I just don't think it's enough. Well, he just he's... makes good pizza because it's like ninety percent garlic. 
10 percent meat bugs and meat <laughs> bugs i do love garlic i put garlic on anything cereal donuts uh chocolate eclairs which is also a donut i think it's i like garlic honestly the key <laughs> to pizza i'll tell you right now if you work at a pizza place and you get free pizza and you're like uh i don't like it this pizza's boring this pizza tastes like children's pizza throw some fucking garlic on it that's all you got to do i promise yeah paint paint a bird on it that's a weirdly specific thing but i have Worked at pizza restaurants and garlic has saved the day, dude. dude. Well, what bothers me is when people get Domino's and they get the garlic knots, knots, or no, not the knots, the, the parmesan the bites. No, the garlic dip. Okay, it's just uh, an oily, garlicky dip, and I'm like, oh, just dipping into that just feels so wrong. It's but, see, knowing. I'm here. I'm here for the garlic dip. I love garlic. I spice my foods with three things. Pepper. Sometimes you need pepper. Garlic salt, which goes on almost anything. And then sriracha, which isn't really a spice, but like you put sriracha in your, your ramen. Boom. Way better. Soup. Boom. Pizza. Boom. Sriracha is king. Dude, I discovered sriracha at the pie hole in Boise. Yes, same. And I never looked Dude. back. And everybody put it on their pizza. So so good. fucking good. I'll never go to a pie hole and not do it. Dude, we, your pie hole is spread wide open. I think at this point we should get pie hole for free. And we don't. And it's sad. Because we went on the Isn't pie it? hole tour... Back we in did. 2009. They didn't pay us. In a band PhD, called Sleepers. Maybe. But it's a true story. We did. We played. Oh, in I thought you were kidding. Hole. No. We played in Boise. I forgot. I was there. But I'm like, yeah. And then we played in Pocatello. And I it was the Pie Hole Tour. I didn't do any of it. Should we yeah, talk you were about there, it? Probably. You didn't go? Were you bitter, but? I mean, he, no. he could have been just, bitter, but. Yeah, I was literally just recently kicked out. Of, there was like a show the weekend coming, and I got kicked out. So I was like. So we yeah. were we were in a band called Sleepers. Jake on lead guitar, most important guitar. I played all the most important guitar parts. Just kidding. Z and I shared guitar parts. We accented each other's guitar parts. Indeed. I mean, of all the bands in history, ACDC, Metallica, uh, Beavis and Butthead shirt, Z and I got to a point. We bickered a little bit from time to time, but we, Z and I could read each other's thoughts. And as two guitar players, neither of us rhythm or lead. We both just found a sweet spot right in the middle. And we were the best guitarists of all time. Oh, shit. Look out, everybody. Yeah. 
but now we oh. played well together. Anyways, Sleepers was a, a a side band, as you'd say, or a main band, and Jay was our bassist for a good while. Jay, did you play a show? Yeah, I played. Uh... Oh God. Uh, you remember the kid whose sister blew herself up at the party and died on Valentine's? Yes. I remember the story. That was Moth. Oh, was that oh, Moth? that was okay. Moth. Sorry. No, then I never got to play Sleeper Show. So we would practice a lot. You missed for, out, uh, man. <laughs> this band called Sleepers. I think we maybe <laughs> played... <laughs> I think we maybe played two or three shows. It could have been the Pie Hole Tour. Uh... That's all, yeah. Just that's the only shows we played in sleepers. But Jay, Jay was our bassist, and then I mean, this is a weird topic. Not to get too into it, but collectively, we decided to go with someone else who's a a horrible person. Your uh, <laughs> alternative, but we he all would hated just him. Do what but... we say, and he would be happy about it. Yeah, he was always excited because he's like, yeah, I don't belong here, but I'm going to do my best to. So if I can play these bass rhythms, then these guys will like me. And we still didn't. And so we replaced Jay with him. And we went on the Pie Hole Tour, which we did play in Boise, right? Yeah. Dude, I only remember the Pocatello You also played show. in Pocatello, though. That's yeah, the only one uh, I know about. Yeah, I remember that one. I have a faint memory of the Boise one. Was it good? Did yeah. Suck? It, no, it was good. It was just a blur because we like rolled in, played. I think we watched the other band and then we went home. So we Yeah, who was Brett's band that he that we played alongside? Animal Skins. Animal Skins. And the animal skin that covered the snare sounded like a low tom or a floor yeah. tom. Yeah, it was so hard to hear. And so we couldn't follow Justin, even though he's hard to follow as it is when he's on drums. Best bassist ever, but... Great bassist. Drums weren't his number one. Lost profits. But um, the thing with Jason, though, like, it sounds worse than it was, and we we were kind of dumb in this because we just... We were like best friends, but we'd still have a hard time kind of confronting each other with like real feelings and that sort yep. of thing. So we just kind of assumed that Jason wasn't enjoying being in sleepers because he seemed he, miserable. He would seem and, miserable. Dude, and yeah, I get why. See, I was going to say this. I get why you would think that, but the whole time that we were doing it i was so far behind everybody in a sense as far as musical talent and all that you know i was learning an instrument everybody else knew how to play i was always just like fuck this is gonna be hard like i'm just trying to keep up so it was a pain in the ass but i was enjoying it in the sense that i was learning but it was tough for me because every time i'm just like you know, everybody talks shit a little bit, and so if I was fucking up, I'm just like, fuck, stressed yeah, out. Hits way harder if you're in that position. 
That's the weird like, thing about Jay, it. What the fuck? The weird <laughs> thing like, about it. I'm trying my best. Is like Jason didn't play instruments before that. Other than we did have this band Moth that we did without Jake one time, but it only lasted Assholes. like it only lasted three months or something. We didn't do Moth for very long, and no, so Moth was short lived. The weird thing is Jason could just like, like Moth pick up all these complicated ass bass riffs that we were writing at that time. And he would just like pick them up and like, I don't ever remember having a problem with your ability. I just remember feeling like Jason hates this. You know, Jay Jay is just so 100% focused on trying to get it right. That it seems like he's not having a good time. Yeah, and I realize that now, and it just makes me want to cry about the whole situation. It makes me feel terrible. <laughs> no, dude. But like, dude, the fact that we replaced—obviously, that's a terrible position for you. <laughs> I know, and I mean, it—it's two things. Like, like you said, Z, it's horrible that we didn't, or that we did replace him, and we replaced him with Tyson, who is like, if you've listened to this podcast, he's the worst guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's the worst guy. And Jay was like trying his fucking heart out, but he's, you know, a perfectionist. And so it seemed like he was. I mean, Z, you and I are just fucking oh, getting into it and like we're all just fucking jamming, playing the songs. We know how to play them. We know how to play our instruments. And Jay's like very focused. And we're like, Jay's a bummer. <laughs> Get this kid out of here. He's a bummer. It's weird because I didn't even consider the part of you guys. Because, every, yeah, everybody always just seemed like they were just having fun. And I'm like, I don't know how. I don't know how anybody's just, like, not completely focused on what the fuck they're doing. Because <laughs> I still don't get it. Like, you know, people, I try to follow guitar and shit. And they're like, Oh yeah, so you won't be hitting the top string, and I'm like, how? How would you not just hit all of them? Do you not hit all of them all the time? Why wouldn't we be hitting all of them? Because then that would sound like. And that's just (laughs) so exactly. It's like for me, I'm like concentrating on. Okay, I mean, obviously, bass is a little different. You're just mostly plucking. I imagine. Yeah, mostly one note. Yeah, one string at a time. And Jay, I mean, you picked up the bass crazy fast, especially because yeah. we were playing like metalcore-ish type stuff. It was A lot of it was fast. You were never off time or anything. And also, Jay... That's good to hear. We were in the... You were our drummer for the first band we ever played in. That's Accurate. true. Holy shit. Dude. We never had Holy any songs. Shit. Or a name. Or a name or anything, but we tried well, We didn't know to what the jam. fuck we were doing back then. That's when I should have kept with something. <laughs> I do remember we had part of a song because we were kind of like Blink-182 influenced, I think. Kind of like a weird punk, pop punk. Dude, I think I remember the drums. Why <laughs> do you... Treat me like you. Is that not it? Is that it? Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I think I Dude, know. Hundred percent. What our out- 
outro song is on this episode now. We, we're going to have to re-record or we get record to hear it, it for the first time. Yeah, we get to actually hear it. Wow, that'll be a treat. Oh my I God. mean, that Why was all do of us. You <laughs> treat me like you. Why do you? We were British in that song. I know, we, were, we gave ourselves accents for some reason. And Zia, Why I guarantee do? we were just playing like complete bullshit on the guitar just out of key just you play on this <laughs> on the five and i'll play on the six to make it sound cool and we're just so how was that before justin wasserman yes for sure that was so like the very out. shout out the wasserman but yeah that was the very first the very first time when Jason got a drum set because you inherited your dad's guitar. Yep, that's how it all started. And Justin had it. I don't remember how he got his bass, but I, I was his, kind of his in, uncle. I was in a weird loop because I had a keyboard at first was all I had. So I was yeah. kind of trying to learn that. Dude, my mom still gives me crap about that drum set. And she's like, you never even used it. I'm like, you have no idea how much I use that drum set. <laughs> You're like, I'm not <laughs> supposed to be a drummer or else I would be a drummer right now. Like if I loved drumming, I would have been a drummer. Gotten another one. <laughs> I mean, or like played it enough to get good at it or something. Yeah, it, it but, wasn't an interest. It, like Z and I forced you into that almost. Like you could be the drummer, get a drum set. Yeah, Dude, I mean it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, exactly. That was not really my cup of tea. Then after that, we went, and we, I got this crappy guitar that my dad had gotten from like a J.C. Penny catalog. Oh, that's nice. Like, it was really that's... bad, and it was bad in, like, the 80s, so then it was, like, really bad. The old red and white. <laughs> no. What was the, it? The red and white was okay, the Epiphone, but there was one before that, and I just... What was the one before? Had that white one, and I just had it plugged into, like, a karaoke machine. See, just, like I mean, we struggled. Cord. But uh, we played... We knew this guy from school nate wasserman who was always really fucking funny and just yep. like that cool kid who's always just down for whatever kind of kid and um drooping we knew that his brother had a drum set so one day i don't even remember how it us jamming with him came about but we basically had like a first song that we kind of wrote with the structure was like with him yeah i just remember it was some simple chord progression but it was like yeah yeah and then he came in with like a and it was just so cool dude we felt we had like going from starting to play an instrument where you're like I can't play anything and like we were trying to learn like I remember the first songs I tried to learn were like Blink 182 like Damn It and like Adam's song and like and, and like I'm the... staring down the barrel of a 45 
That one and like a what's the white flag? Nine flags. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, the white stripes. White stripes. Yeah. Seven nations. Gonna rip them out. (laughs) Like going from like struggling to play those songs to us like making our own song and having drums like an intro and then the drums come in. Dude, that was fucking probably better than anything else we ever wrote. As far as how I felt, yeah, I was like, we're a, oh my God, we're a band. I just remember jamming that over and over again. Dude, over and over and over and over again. And then there was later on when we jammed with Jade and P-Tad and that this was the first time we were like a real band. But we wrote yep. the we wrote songs in this program called Guitar Pro, where you mm. could just write like MIDI songs, and it would just have like a tab set up, so you just go in there and write like three five zeros and shit. Three five seven eight ten twelve. Jake wrote a song called O nine nine eight O, and we would just always sit and jam with it with like the Guitar Pro drums, and yep. like me, Jake, and Justin, our buddy, would always sit and jam it, and I don't know. That's how you got good at guitar. I just remember Jade coming over and kind of just playing rap beats with it the first time, and just. But I just remember being so excited at that point too, because we're like, "Yes, we're unstoppable now." He's got like his fucking tinfoil symbols and like, dude, he had a first act drum set, which is a Walmart brand drum set. Yes, it the, was great. The original, I mean, I, we never played a show with it, I don't think. Dude, but yeah. I, the Ona 980 was the first thing I learned how to play. It was quite easy. It's actually a really great warm up your fingers riff, I think. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah. I think still so. like to do it because it's so just like like it's just so like these two fingers then these two fingers then these two fingers then these. like That's I don't good know point, dude it was it was it felt simple to learn in a sense and I always kept trying to play it faster I remember you let me borrow your guitar the red and white one yeah Beauty. yeah. It had some trouble with the action, but you got that figured out. Z. Yes. Did Dude, I... I didn't even have an amp. I was just playing his electric guitar without an amp. Oh, you got it unplugged. I do that MTV a lot. MTV unplugged. I do that a lot with bass. I had too. to. <laughs> no, that was the funny thing. Like that song, which is not shit really now, but it is like part of our foundation for the later music we made. When we discovered uh, Guitar Pro, I would download like As I Lay Dying and Lamb of God songs and I would play them and I would see, oh, it's like top string open and then like a five, seven, eight and then like a 10 on the D string. And like I realized what uh, notes they were playing. And I would just literally go in and be like, 
without having a, a guitar in my hand, I would just be like, okay, oh, and then I'm going to do like a seven and eight, and then an open again on the top string, and then a uh, 10, and then an eight on the <laughs> D string. So many of our songs were written just by me like clicking around. And that's why most of them mm. felt robotic. Yeah, they were in the P-Ted days. And we didn't really know how to do transitions yeah. very well at that point. But, but I mean, you had an idea of what the fuck you were doing. I'm like, I honestly feel pretty good about our first songs. Like, when you hear a lot of people's first songs, I feel like it's a little more coherent. And that sounds Dude, I, braggy, but it gets stuck I'm with in your you, head, Steve. you know? Yeah, I'm with you. Our transitions were shit because it was written on a computer. But, no, it was great. But it was cool because then... What Jake would do, would he would he would like, I mean, we wrote songs together. I wrote some of them, but a lot sure. of it, a lot of it was Jake or we'd just like add each other's riffs to the songs and shit. But anyway, what it, what the cool thing was, was we could like be in a band while we were learning our instruments because Jake would just write songs that were too hard for us. <laughs> and we would just sit and practice them on guitar pro like over and over because you could like slow how fast they went and stuff yeah and so we'd just like play it at a slower speed and speed it up and just like we would practice to our own songs just learning our own songs so yeah. like that's why jake and i are not great at like can you play this Metallica? Can you play this? Can you play this? I'm like, not really. I could, yeah. but but I haven't learned it. And that's just because we just learned our own stuff. And I still do. Like, I still just write as a Dude, way it's to so, practice. It's so funny that we got good based off of, like, shit we would write in Guitar Pro. And it was, a, like, 140 tempo. Yeah. And so, like, we had to sit and practice the song that we wrote and do the same thing. Remember Jade, our drummer? Yeah. We'd have to, like, we, like, pre-wrote drums for him. <laughs> and we're like, these are the drums. And he's like, I mean, this is before he knew how to drum, really. Yeah, he got way better than us now. Yeah. Now he's, like, a... Between the buried me's <laughs> Danny carriage. <laughs> Dude, but I bet part of that's because of you. Yeah. I mean, possibly. It reminds me because Z, you remember the day that Jade and JC came over? They were brothers. Jade is the younger brother, and he was our assigned drummer. He had no experience prior to this. The only thing I remember about him is that he wired speakers to his alarm clock. He had oh, like yeah. an old school alarm clock and he wired speakers to it. So he was like crafty, I guess. I don't I don't know what you would call him <laughs> weird. <laughs> but we were like, You're the That's drummer. <laughs> we're like, You're the drummer. And JC was our, our vocalist. Shout out to both them Martinez's. Yes. And I remember setting up Jade's drum set in Justin's basement. You walk down the stairs and turn right, and we set him up right there. And that was like our first band practice. 
but that also reminds me of when i mean fast i don't fast forward like three or four years when jc left the band our vocalist our screamer and so we were like auditioning people yeah <laughs> as our vocalist and it was in the same basement and we lost jay all right just it's power right through. here oh jay looking good <laughs> I, i'm here verbally but no we we had like a few people audition to be in our band and one of them was this kid named jordan nate who i haven't talked to probably since that day and we're like yeah come over after school justin's house and you know give it your best shot whatever and i and remember it, he was <laughs> what's he i was gonna say and the foundlings know about the legend of justin's house the legend of justin's house we were desensitized Ratchet, cat shit basement dog we were desensitized to the hellish or as jay's shirt would say hellfire of a smell that was justin's basement there was just open wounds of dog shit it was quite there a was... smell fire <laughs> there was piss <laughs> there was piss bottles that have erupted it was just Oof. there was old fruit flies 10 year old watermelon yeah we had gotten used to it that but jordan he was a nice little Mormon boy, as were most of our friends, outside friends at the Idaho time. Idaho Falls. Idaho Falls, shout out. Temple. And I remember he was going down the stairs to the basement and made it like three quarters of the way down. And he was like, dude, what? I can't. What? What is that? <laughs> what is that? And he, he literally, he wanted to be in our band. <laughs> Like he wanted to show up and show out, and he could not make it <laughs> to the to the basement floor. He was he was like gagging and shit, and he's like, "What? Well, I don't know what the oh." And we're like, "Come on, dude! Like you you get used to it. <laughs> you get used to it, man. It's fine, man. Just breathe it in. It's only dog shit. It's only piss. Albertos covered in maggots." Dog can... shit, human shit, piss, fucking watermelon, and he, he couldn't fucking do it. Didn't we end up practicing what? at his house? I don't think so. I don't remember that. Yeah, I think he just uh, manned up. Yeah, he, he just bit down on that mouthpiece and just marched. He wanted and to be in the band, have... dude. That's the funny part. Is like he wanted so badly to be like one of us. And it's almost like going through like basic training or something. Like you have to get used to this shit smell. And he's like, I can't do it. Like you can do it. Man, up. you got this. If you can't handle the point, fucking dog shit, on him. you're not in the band. <laughs> I mean, luckily we started making flyers later on for the singer auditions. And we said, would you eat a bowl of shit? If so, call us. Yeah, we had to find the level of devotion Ooh. that people had. Mm -hmm. and, and he wasn't one of them. And then the band but broke up. Anyone. But 
we did for a while. I thought I always thought this was really fun for people, but we still wanted to be a band and didn't have a singer. So we would just play our songs with no singer and we would just have whoever in the audience, most of the time our buddies, cause people were shy, but we just have whoever come up and just do vocals. Be like an open mic of metalcore. Yeah. We called it hardcore karaoke. And yep. to, to be honest, it made all those hard ass kids who didn't like us, like us a little bit. Cause they yep. could go up and get all the attention and it was a good time though. Dude, it's funny the dynamic that was there when we entered the scene, the hardcore scene. Cause there was, it was all older kids that played like kind of old school, hardcore music. And then yeah. somewhat of like the newer, like metalcore, like as dying type riffs built in and we were just these random kids that didn't go to school with any of them like none of them knew us and we would just show up at a show with like 200 people probably some quite a bit of adults and just like play our music and it was so awkward yeah we like wanted to be part of them but we didn't know any of them and so they were like well, because we were kind of weird. Like, we were like skateboard, bike, BMX, BMX types. Yeah. And those yeah, guys, we were skate park How kids. did none of you get laid? So we were, show? we were like the skateboard kids, but we played music. So it was kind of like, yeah, we weren't really part of that group. And it's not that we didn't want to be and that we didn't end up getting along with a lot of these people. Yeah, we wanted to be part. We wanted to be, like, respected. Yeah. And I think it kind of came off as arrogant, but we just kind of believed in what we were doing. But I, I do think some people kind of thought we were arrogant at times with it. Probably, which, but... Which you can be in high school, but for sure. I don't ever feel like you guys were, like, we're better than fucking everyone though. Like honestly know, we like the go ahead, Jay. Your guys' band was the only one around that I was interested in, and maybe that's biased as fuck, but like I don't know. I, until animal skins, I wasn't that interested in anything else. But yeah. animal skins was pretty dope. Yeah. Um there was this arm is gun, which was really fucking good. Like technically, it was incredible, just unreal. So that was crazy Aww. that that's a local thing. And I don't know. I mean, there were just very few bands that actually locally were like, oh, worth listening to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's why you guys got most people asked you to play most shows they were like i mean you know you can count on them yeah like i feel like especially in the later days we weren't really trying to sound like anything and everybody else was kind of doing the same thing in different versions in a way and like so it's just kind of refreshing i think to see something that's just different 
and it is like we didn't even tune low or anything we're like on stage with these people playing like the heaviest opens and just heaviest and we're just playing in fucking standard tuning and just i feel like we should have maybe a later episode or something a part two i hate that we brought this up because we're talking about our trajectory from like picking up a guitar to where you're talking about now z with like cremation yeah like i wish we had more time to talk about it because we're still i mean we were were still talking about like p-tad days where we just wanted to prove that we were like we could hang with these guys we would like show up to their playground and be like we got something and we sucked we had yeah. breakdowns and they would hardcore dance to our breakdown. So it was like, Oh, that's, that's a win. Yeah. But we but... have, we have a lot after that. A lot of growth after that I to mean, where we'll... you're saying where we had our own sound. We'll have time to dive into it all. That's for sure. It's, it's all interesting thing for sure. I just never want to overload it too much. Jay wasn't involved in all of it, but he was there. But he was there. He was definitely I there. Was there. And he was always our fan. And he was there for the time that sparked us into even wanting to make music. And I'll brush exactly, through it quick Jay. because we have to go. But we went to the Starlight Skating in Idaho Falls, which is really rare for them to have a show there because they don't anymore. Yeah. But there was a, it was like an emo show. There was a band called Skies Over Berlin that played. What was the were, one that had like John Michael? Cool. That was Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas. But um them. <laughs> but there was a band Skies Over Berlin and then a band broke that we really liked. And I remember oh, yeah. we were just so inspired broke. after we saw Broke and we like went home and Jason had gotten their drumsticks. And like it was funny because they were just kind of like a local Salt Lake band at the time. I don't know what they turned into later, but they were like yeah. a local Salt Lake band. And Jason's like, "Can I get your drumstick?" And I remember they said like, "Oh no, because whatever, he only has a certain amount because we're a local band or something." And then the guy came out and gave Jason his drumsticks. Holy shit! In the parking lot, and it inspired us to want to make music, dude. So thank I you. love it. That's a that's pretty sweet. <laughs> shout out broke. Hopefully you're not broke. Hopefully you're making money by now. Speaking but of, I love you have, guys. Yeah, we've made it to the end of our rope. This has been the <laughs> Findings Podcast. We love all you findlings, whoever yes. you are, whatever shape, size, color, not black. A like, subscribe, tell your friends. To make the money. 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 Jay, you can say something real quick. Money. All right.